Two groups of young learners have just finished a year of preschool in a brand new classroom at Waverly Elementary in Albany. In this episode, we'll hear from lead teacher Katie Alabach and assistant teacher Carlos Sanchez and learn about what made the year a success. But first, I wanted to introduce you to some of the kids in the class. What's your name? Annabelle. Annabelle? Hi, Annabelle. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Grafton. Grafton? Very nice to meet you, Grafton. What's your name? Luis. Luis? It's very nice to meet you. Thanks for letting me record your voices today. What's your name? Helena. Helena? Nice to meet you. What's your name? Jairi. Jairi? What's your name again? Adesuwea. Katie Alabak describes her focus on student empowerment and language development. They need to see their own self-efficacy. They need to know that they can actually do many things on their own and that we absolutely believe in their capability. That's kind of fundamental. The other thing that we really press upon at our preschool is language. And that is because we know from so much research about the educational divide. And from, I'm a former English language development teacher, I believe that divide is one of words. It's, it's simply imperative that we give children as many opportunities to speak, to hear language in all sorts of ways, to converse, to build upon conversations. All this is just foundational for subsequent years. Carlos Sanchez helps kids learn in both Spanish and English. I like it, said his sister. Wow, wow, said his dog. Meow, said his cat. Thank you, Gustavo. You're welcome, said Gustavo Gutierrez. So you're translating as you read? Yeah. Yes. How, do you do that often, or do you read the books in Spanish, too? Yeah, I often do that when they're Spanish books and they're uh, English speakers, or if they're English books and they're Spanish speakers. How much bilingual activities are you able to provide? Uh, quite a few throughout the day. Depends on the activities they choose to do and depends uh, their understanding uh, like of numbers. If they know them better in Spanish or in English, we go uh, build their Spanish before they can start learning their English. I asked Katie what it took to reach out to parents and families and how they built trust in the community. That is a great question because one reason I feel like we are strong now is because of the wonderful families who we, who we have this year. And I think it did begin, yes, with those home visits that started in September. And Carlos and I visited every child in their home. And it was really meant to be very non-threatening. It was not meant to do any sort of judging. It was meant to say, hey, we're part of the team. You're parents, teachers together, helping um, your child be as successful as possible. Carlos emphasizes the need for parent engagement. We like to keep the parents uh, very uh, up to date with what's going on in the classroom. We have this thing called Google Voice, uh, which is basically a texting service uh, for for us so we can communicate with them. We call them, let them know what happened, something happened to their children today, maybe they got a little bruise or cut. We let them know. We let them know of events that are coming up 
things that we're doing. We, we send out newsletters where we talk about next week we're going to be working on this. Uh, maybe it's so maybe you should practice with your child uh, doing this certain activity so it will help them with the activity we're going to do later. So parents are, are really close to the school. They're not separated. We, we like to keep them included, like them feel, make them feel included because it's their, their child. They want to know what's going on. So that's what we do. Katie and Carlos both commented on managing behavior and some of the changes they've seen over the course of a school year. You know what happens with problem behaviors or that, that whole idea? Something that I've really discovered is beauty and order go a long way in um, sort of managing a classroom where, and I don't say that lightly, like order. Um, if you if you make children, if you allow, you know, to if they really love their environment and love being in a place, they want to make it look nice. And so they'll handle the materials in a certain way. If things are out of order, of course, we know three, four, and five-year-olds can't typically really can't stand that unless especially the three-year-olds and so they are all sort of invested in this community so it makes you know any sort of problem behaviors less of a problem they want to keep up a really nice calming place I also think you know you know, we don't have any sorts of behavior plans or any sorts of rewards or any 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 of that. I I think the the way we speak to one another is another way we handle we we manage our classroom and if, and we just try to do really if things aren't working out with a child, we really watch them and figure out what is it that they need and and go from or what is what is it that they're trying to to have us know uh, mainly it's uh they're more expressive a lot they used to be more reserved a little some well some of them were always a little loud uh, we notice behaviors change from the beginning probably not as they don't they didn't follow directions as much but now it's completely different they like the routine they enjoy it uh, when the routine something different happens they ask why are we doing this so they like that um, that constant routine, and they follow it uh, different from a uh, long time ago, from the so from September. Uh, they don't need that much a uh, little guidance or like high, um, like constantly telling them do this, do this, do this. But they know they know how to be more independent. So that's what we saw. We we see is more independent. They become more independent throughout throughout the time since the beginning. Katie and Carlos are at work recruiting new preschoolers for the fall. Families will have a chance to visit the classroom on an individual basis to learn about the preschool. Toward the end of the school day, kids worked on numbers in Spanish using songs and had more opportunities to read and work on language. Do you have any favorite books? Yeah. Which ones? Amazons. Which ones? Amazons. Animals ones? Yeah. yeah. Like about the zoo or yeah. the carnival or something? Zoo. Yeah. You like zoo books? Yeah. Do you have a favorite animal? Yeah. Which one? A bear one. You like a bear animal? Yeah. What do you like about the bear? 
The structure and routines were evident in the classroom, and the afternoon wrapped up with a chance to play outside, despite some light rain. Boys and girls, let's go get some fresh air. Yeah. We have a little bit of time out there. You go outside, and you go outside. I think I'm going to stay inside. Do you want me to go outside? Yeah. Okay, we can do that. Waverly's preschool classes will continue in the fall on a half-day schedule. All involved are looking forward to the opportunity it affords the school's low-income families and the impact it has on learning. This is Rafael Otto bringing you the Early Link podcast. Children's Institute is working to ensure a strong beginning for Oregon's children. Learn more at childinst.org.